the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. Opinions expressed may not reflect those of Salem Media of Colorado or its sponsors. This is Life in Colorado, a radio news magazine about the issues, events, and the unique life we live in the Centennial State. This is Life in Colorado. I'm Mark Howington, and with me today, I've got a couple of folks. First is Dr. Ellie Stevens. She's the executive director and founder of an organization called Advancing Warriors. And then we also have Mike McGuire, who is the uh, chair of the board. So both of you, welcome to the program. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you for having us. Just want to get right off the bat to a, a problem that I know has tugged on both of your hearts, which is why you've dedicated so much time and energy to this ministry And that is problems facing military men and women every day. And one of the statements that I saw on your website was that military veterans, they they need to rise above adversity and probably a whole lot more adversity than than, you know, us civilians have to face. Although there's enough challenge and and struggle out there, you know, I just have to mention COVID-19, for example, and all of us are struggling with that. And yet there is a special struggle that that military people go through. And Ellie, why don't we start with you as the executive director and founder? You founded this ministry called Advancing Warriors. There must have been something that you were seeing that got you in motion to start this organization. Talk about that. Yeah, thanks. So I, I grew up, my grandpa was in World War II, and I, my uncle was a helicopter pilot in Vietnam. So I grew up seeing um, their struggles and concerns and things that happened when you know, they wouldn't share things that happened in the war. And I decided to join the military to help men and women who are serving our country. And so I joined the Air Force and became a psychiatrist. So that I could help the, with the unseen wounds. And through my training in the Air Force, I found that there's such a huge issue and it's, it's really difficult to treat, especially if uh, we don't target the, the moral injury piece, which are when, when people do something that is against their morals or values or something's done to them and um, really identifying what those issues are and um and with the suicide pandemic within military members and veterans it's extremely high and um, a lot of the issues are people isolate and avoid because they don't feel like people understand what they're going through and they feel like they're going through it alone and so um just recognizing those issues of avoidance and isolation and trying to provide a platform where people can come together and find healing and wrestle with the issues that they might not be comfortable expressing in a secular world or with their um, military brothers and sisters um, and in the um, within their units or, or that kind of thing, but having a confidential space where they can wrestle with what they've seen and what they've gone through. Yeah, so it really is, as you're talking, 
I mentioned at the beginning that, yeah, we all have struggles. There's no doubt about that. And, and suicide among civilians is pretty high as well, which is tragic. In fact, we, we had a program just a couple of weeks ago where we talked about that. But military really do face a whole new set of struggles that civilians just have no idea what it is. And obviously, as you were a major in the U.S. Air Force and a psychiatrist, you had to deal a lot with that. So as you saw the issues and the struggles, then Advancing Warriors was born. Talk about its beginning and some of the things that you accomplished early on. Yeah, so I I actually had my own traumatic experiences. I had a traumatic brain injury, and um, I was uh, sexually assaulted, and I had um, other concussions within a year and ended up being medically retired from the Air Force. But during that period of time, um, I had been trained in how to treat PTSD um, but my denial was so strong in my protective mechanism that I didn't even realize I had PTSD until two and a half years later. And so um, I recognized the, the power that trauma can bring, and uh, which brought me to down a path to find um, so many better tools for healing that I had trained than I had been trained in. And so during, during um, training, it was almost like, well, you get people to survival mode where they're not ending their lives, they're able to get by. But I found that you can actually get them to thriving. You can actually find it. They can restore their joy. They can restore their purpose and mission, and they can, they can rise above it. And I, in my own work, I went through darkness. And um, depression and suicidal thoughts and, and things like that. Um, but holding on to my faith was key. Um, being really grounded and recognizing that there's unconditional love from God no matter what. No matter what I go through, He's um, helped me be anchored to His love and to find power through that and not my own achievements and, uh, and things like that. So really finding the tools um, from, from the secular world and through my faith, I found uh, a path to healing that I've now incorporated with other people that um, I haven't been in the combat arena, but I know trauma. And it's one thing to read it in a book and study it and get trained in how to treat it, and it's another thing to go through it and have to find out what works and what doesn't. And we'll dive into the, the details of, of your program and what you're doing for the vets. I want to bring on Mike McGuire. Mike, you're the board chair for this organization called Advancing Warriors, and we've been talking with Dr. Ellie Stevens. Mike, tell us a little bit about how you got hooked up with this organization, and uh, were you in the military as well? Maybe one question, and then then how did you uh, really, what, how were you burdened in your heart to also help our military veterans. Yeah, absolutely. So again, thanks for having us on the program today. And uh, yes, I am also a veteran. Um, I served 20 years, uh, just over 20 years active duty Army. Um, I retired about six years ago. And during my transition of retiring um, from the Army and finding uh, Ellie and Advancing Warriors, 
Um, I was just really going through a really tough, difficult time trying to figure out how to transition. Um, you know, I, I went through this, you know, what for me was my entire adult life uh, in an organization, in an institution where I was, you know, very comfortable. I was very good at what I did. I was very um, programmed um, to, you know, army training and the lifestyle and, um, you know, myself and my family, we were, you know, all in. Um, and one day when, you know, I decided to retire and, you know, wanted to see what life was like after the military, I just felt alone and isolated and different from everyone else and how I thought and what I was struggling with and the emotions that I had trying to fit in with life after the army. And luckily enough, um, I was able to connect with Ellie and uh, go through one of her, uh, essentially it's a peer mentor program, um, faith-based program, and I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about it as the show goes on, uh, but I was able to connect uh, with her and, and fellow veterans and um, just get back to a community of like-minded uh, individuals who had similar background as me in the military, um, but also were seeking Christ and trying to figure out um, kind of how to balance um, the struggles and the challenges that I had throughout the military and throughout multiple deployments and some of the activities that I participated in and was involved in. And how does that fit back into kind of having this new life after the military and fitting into a new normal. Um, and, you know, it was really just a, a, a pretty hard struggle um, for me to figure out that transition. And I, I feel like there's still elements of it that I, that I struggle with, but having programs out there like Advancing Warriors and specifically the Tribe program, um, which is an eight-week faith-based uh, peer support group, um, it, it was just a fantastic opportunity for me to reconnect with, with other veterans and other Christians. Excellent. I appreciate your your perspective. One of the things you said that I want to to go back to is that you got connected with Dr. Ellie Stevens with this organization, Advancing Warriors. So let's let's start there. You're, let's talk to veterans who perhaps are struggling. They realize that they, like you mentioned, uh, a struggle trying to reconnect to normal society and to get back into the groove of things and normal life. Plus, Dr. Ellie Stevens, as you talked about, going through trauma, whether it's combat or otherwise related, which which can just be an extremely traumatic experience. They've So I'm going to assume probably the first stop is they've gone to the VA administration. They've sought help there, perhaps got some counseling through that, but they still have uh, not received enough. And so they're looking for something deeper. Maybe, as you've mentioned, Mike, they are Christians who want to reconnect with their faith uh, and and get get some healing from that aspect of their lives. So what is the starting point if for veterans who are in the situation that we've described? How do they find this organization? And whoever wants to jump on that, go feel free. Sure. Yeah, our, our website is advancingwarriors.org. And our contact info is on there. They can reach out to me and let me know if they are interested in joining a group. Right now we have about four groups going on, and we have a a group starting on Tuesday um, at the VFW in Golden, and that's a combined uh, military first responder group. So uh, the first step is is to, to join a group. Uh, it's, it's an eight-week group. 
we start working with identifying any barriers to growth and healing and, and just start reconnecting, um, start removing those layers of those protective mechanisms that have helped us survive through trauma but are no longer serving us because it's, it's almost like it's, it's a cell blocking us from freedom. And so together they, they can join a group, lock arms with brothers and sisters, and, and find freedom and um, get their lives back. So again, that website is advancingwarriors.org, right? Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. advancingwarriors.org. So that's a great place to start to find out about this organization that Dr. Ellie Stevens is talking about. Mike McGuire, uh, board chair, let's head to you. Talk about... Uh, what What is it like in these tribe groups? I mean, I can imagine your first meeting, you show up and you're kind of nervous. You don't, I mean, you're you're already, I remember, Ellie, you mentioned about, you know, not necessarily wanting to share openly. So uh, how do you break the ice? How, how, what's it like that first time you walk into one of these tribe groups, which, as, as you put it, is like a peer peer support group? Talk about that. Yeah, I think what's very interesting and unique about these groups, and I've been part of a few of them, both as a participant and as a facilitator, and um, I think what's very interesting is the the common bond that initially happens almost immediately uh, when you're surrounded by brothers and sisters that are not only Christians uh, and fellow believers, but also have a similar background and experience, whether that's as a veteran, whether that's as a first responder um, law enforcement, because we are opening up um, to a much larger group than just veterans. But um, in those unique groups, um, having those unique experiences and backgrounds, it is very uh, amazing to watch. Uh, very, very quick in the process, um, people just strip down um, their sort of walls and their defensive mechanisms and just start to become very real uh, with each other because you feel so comfortable, even though you may not know the person sitting to your left or right or uh, directly in front of you uh, at a table, um, but you have, you have these common backgrounds and common experiences that, that erase all doubt um, that, that you, know, you have to put on some sort of you know, false front or a different face or, or you'll just, somebody will judge you or somebody will think differently of you. And I tell you, there, there are many circumstances where I walked into group like settings and felt just that. I felt like I couldn't really be myself. I couldn't be real. I couldn't expose myself and be vulnerable, um, to other, other folks that, you know, maybe they're for the same common idea, uh, but there's just something about being around um, brothers and sisters that are like-minded in both Christ and um, previous experience that just sheds all those walls and knocks them all down, and, and you, you really start to get to the root of some real growth and real healing, and that just gains traction and momentum um, and just expands over the next you know, six, seven, eight weeks, however long, um, you know, you're in, in the, in the program for, uh, and then it continues into, you know, essentially lifelong relationships after that, where you're still leaning on each other, um, still guiding, still mentoring, um, and still, you know, pouring into each other just to grow and heal as, as Christians and, um, you know, brothers and sister veterans. So is there, is there a cost for this, for the veterans? Absolutely not. This program is free of charge. Um, it is, it is an absolute gift. Um, 
to everyone that goes goes through this program. So we we don't charge um, for the program itself. We're always <laughs> looking for donations. We are a, a nonprofit uh, organization, so we're always looking for opportunities, uh, you know, for donations and and for opportunity for for uh, you know giving. Um, but we definitely do not want to put the burden of, of any kind of cost associated to, to the members that go through these groups. Okay. Dr. Ellie Stevens, you're also a psychiatrist. So I can imagine that you may encounter in these groups some fairly serious issues. What if someone needs a little more help beyond these tribe groups that are peer support groups? Right. So we offer, or I offer uh, free psychiatric care for people who need extra help for going through the program and so that's um free free through the nonprofit. and um i've been able to help many people move from suicide to i'm I'm thriving now and i've got my life back and uh, so it's really it's really awesome to see that the groups help spark or empower people to get additional help they need and, and moving forward past those barriers. And whereas if they didn't have the group initially, then they probably wouldn't have reached out. I'm so glad that, that people are reaching out. And again, if you are a veteran listening, and I think I heard you say, I can't remember if it was Ellie or Mike that uh, mentioned, but you're opening up the group to to be first responders, for example. Obviously, those who are on the front lines of uh, protecting society and also um, uh, you know, firefighters. Uh, I, are you? I'm assuming you're probably including police in in that. Is that correct? Talk about that aspect. Yeah. So I I also have a lot of policemen in my family. My my grandpa, after he got out of the war, he was a, a policeman for 42 years. And um, my my uncle's a policeman, and my cousin. So recognizing there are a lot of similarities with the first responders and with military members. A lot of military members go into the first responder field because they, they just have a heart for service and helping others. With first responders, it's, it's not necessarily I'm deployed in a combat region, go back, home, go back, deployment, combat, come back. It's kind of a daily thing where you're always vigilant about threat and there's always the potential to um to be shot at or to i mean right now police are going going through a lot more um lack of support and and different things like that and so um with with first responders it's, it's really hard to not put up that protective shell because it's day in and day out and so we we work with them within tribe groups as well so we have um, peer facilitators. So we have law enforcement train, trained law enforcement, trained firefighters, trained paramedics, police groups as well. And the key is to to help them recognize what those protective mechanisms are. I hear a lot of people talk about detachment, and like they're just going through the motions and they have way of the job and the mission, and it's because of those protective mechanisms that they're they're putting in place to protect themselves and and um, and so we help them uh, regain that more of a sense of I don't have to put up this front I can I can lead with compassion and I can find my joy back but yet do my job and so we um, we help them as they're 
most of them, we, we also have um, people who are retired within the first responder field as well, but a lot of them are still working. They're still on the job, and so they still have to go back and face a lot of threats on a daily basis, and so we help empower them to go through that, but with compassion, more compassion and more empathy and not feel like they have to shut their hearts off in order to do their job. We've got about four minutes left, and we're going to reset just a little bit, just in case somebody's just turning on the radio. I'm, I'm speaking with Dr. Ellie Stevens, Executive Director and Founder of Advancing Warriors, along with Mike McGuire, who is the, the chair of the board. Your vision statement on your website says, despite the tremendous efforts of the government and the VA to provide care for the men and women who have sacrificed so much for this country, 23 veterans ending their lives every day ultimately Our vision is to help provide a platform that offers holistic support in the form of eight-week groups, monthly meetups, peer support, mountain retreats, and the opportunity for free psychiatric care based upon each individual's needs in order to help combat isolation, suicide, and post-traumatic stress. So let's just reset and pretend that somebody's just tuned in. Give Mike, we'll start with you. Give your elevator speech. What is Advancing Warriors? Yeah, I mean, I would say Advancing Warriors is, you know, a fantastic opportunity for groups to get together that are in the veteran space, um, law enforcement, first responder, um, fire, um, and it is an opportunity to grow um, a peer support network um, so that individuals who are dealing with trauma and the stress of life um, can reconnect as a group and have like-minded individuals um, that, you know, are there for you to go through this program together, strengthen each other as they're going through this program, um, and just have an opportunity to strengthen your your relationship with Christ along the way, um, since this is a faith-based um, eight-week program. Um, but the program doesn't stop after eight weeks. Um, you know, the, the relationships that are built through, um, you know, being vulnerable and going through these groups um, continue on for, for much longer than, than the initial eight-week commitment. And Ellie, we've got about three minutes, which we'll give to you, and, and we'll, we'll see where we wrap up here. But the same question to you, give your elevator speech. What is Advancing Warriors? So Advancing Warriors is a nonprofit. Um, we, we help equip veterans, first responders, enforcement, um, to, to get their lives back, to, to regain what the trauma in their lives has stolen from them. Um, help them regain compassion, become resilient community leaders to to help shine the light in this dark world, to be able to sharpen each other through that community and to to overcome the adversity and um, to to be leaders within the community so that the community can heal through them as well. So um, let, all of this is oh, go ahead. Let's go back to then those who are listening and they're going, okay, that's me. I, I, you know, I'm a military. I'm, I'm first responder. I'm, I'm experienced this trauma that you're talking about. I'm having a hard time getting reconnected, and and, and I just I need some help. So again, how do people get connected with you? What's the starting point? Uh, I know, obviously, go to the website advancingwarriors.org. 
uh, who what will happen after that? To, you know, again, I'm, I'm thinking of someone that might be somewhat hesitant to make that contact. So talk about what will happen after that first contact. So after the first contact, I think it's important to get to know what the person's needs are and what their concerns are. And so um, we can we have multiple facilitators in different parts of uh, area, and so we can uh, connect them with a group. But if they if they need to talk, I mean, I I can talk to them. I can have other facilitators talk to them. Maybe if they're a firefighter, have someone who's been through who's a firefighter talk to them and, and answer questions that they have about the community and about the group, um, and then um, see if they want to join a group, um, and then go from there. So give your call to action in the last minute that we have together here. If Speak directly to either a, a military person or a veteran. I don't know if, uh, if you, uh, Dr. Ellie Stevens or Mike, want to handle that. But, but just uh, speak to somebody and uh, maybe that law of inertia over, you know, let's help someone overcome so they make contact with your organization. So if you are experiencing any pain, any loss, if you feel like you just have to keep soldiering on and pushing things down, uh, it will work for a while, but eventually um, it will come out in relationships and um, and just losing and um, losing that passion for life. Um, and if you want to join a community of people who will accept you as you are, won't judge you, won't shame you, but will embrace you as your brother or sister. Um, this is a, a community that will support you and will help fight for you and fight for your family and will help um, figure out how to supply your needs. Dr. Ellie and Stevens, then- Executive Director, Founder of Advancing Warriors and Chair of the Board, Mike McGuire. Thank you so much for being a part of Life in Colorado. If you have questions or comments about today's program, please call 303-750-5687 or email us at lifeincolorado at salemdenver.com. Life in Colorado is a public affairs presentation of Salem Media of Colorado.